Hey, broken salespeople. So today we are actually going to be talking about why so many sales managers suck at their jobs. That's this episode of the Broken Salespeople Podcast. Hey, broken salespeople. Welcome to the workshop. My name is Red Staffstrom, and we are here to help you fix your broken sales skills. So we all know that the biggest reason most people leave their jobs is management and that there is a massive problem in all corporate culture with bad managers being out there. Uh, I really want to start talking about that. I want to try to diagnose why I think this happens and how we can work on fixing this. But I want to start by saying this is an attack on managers themselves. They are put in absolutely impossible situations in many cases, and it's not up to them in all cases. Like There should be more senior leadership who could, should be stepping up to help, but they aren't given that support. So it's not against your manager. And if you are a manager, this isn't against you, but it's so that you can articulate some of the things that you are butting up against in so many cases. So let's get started. Um, the first thing is sales managers are stuck in the middle. Let's look at the way frontline sales managers are kind of structured. So they have to handle all the directives from the people up on top, all of the C-suite, all of the sales directors, the regional managers. The, they have a lot of pressure coming down on them. Likewise, they have pressure coming from the bottom up as well, too. They are... They have to field all the problems. They have to train all the people. Um, they're being crushed in two different directions. And that's not even the, the all of it. In many cases as well, these sales managers are also being crushed from the sides. They're the ones who are dealing with customer complaints because a lot of the SDRs, the AEs, either aren't capable or shouldn't be dealing with customer complaints. If I'm a sales manager, I don't want my SDRs or my AEs handling complaints. I want to handle them. And the reason is because their job is to have the relationship. And if somebody has to come in and be the bad guy, I'm okay with stepping in and being bad cop as long as they stay as good cop, as long as they stay as the face of the organization and somebody that that customer wants to work with. I'm okay with being that bad cop. So that's one more direction that I'm being crushed on. So now I'm being crushed north south and west now what about vendors and technology and cios and all of these other people all of making sure that these new products are being actually used these chili pipers these sales forces all of these different tools they're also getting crushed from the east as well because they're being told to start utilizing these products without any real knowledge of them. Um, so they're being crushed in four different directions. Um, frontline sales manager is probably one of the hardest jobs out there because you have to help everybody else in the organization, but you don't have the institutional power in order to do it. So I want to start with that and show that empathy because I know how tough that job is. The next one is knowing is not teaching. I work on cars and I can close my eyes and I can visualize pistons, camshafts, crankshafts, flywheels, and I can see the way it all intertwines. 
that doesn't mean I can teach somebody how to fix a car. E even though I could sometimes hear and identify where the problem is, it's because I could hear the problem and I could see where it's almost happening. Um, it's like mentally taking apart the engine and putting it back together. I know it, but that doesn't mean I have enough understanding to teach it. And that's what happened with so many sales managers. They understand sales. They are good at sales and they're promoted because of that. But that doesn't mean they know how to teach. Simply put, think of how much bad sales advice there is that I've talked about on this channel. Um, the idea of closing mentality, um, overturning objections, these things that I've talked about in the past that don't have a bearing on actually getting the deal. Yeah, everybody wants to overturn objections, but most of the time when you try to do that, it turns into an argument, doesn't it? The more objections you get, the less likely you are to get the deal. But we focus more and more on overturning objections, and we wonder why our salespeople end up in arguments with customers. It's because we're teaching them the wrong way. Instead, ignore or avoid the objection altogether um, until you get to the right point or do something else. But we're not teaching that. We're teaching what these managers think works rather than what actually works. They're, they're teaching the wrong things and emphasizing the wrong things because they don't know how to teach. They don't know how to simplify. Let me put this in perspective. Um, I know somebody who is dealing with depression and anxiety. Um, they're overweight and they're having sleep difficulties. So rather, how do you coach somebody? How do you get somebody to help with that? Well, what many sales managers do is they try to fix all three. And that's not the right way to do it. What you need to do instead is take that step back and figure out the one thing that will knock over the most dominoes. If you take care of the sleep issue, that should take care of the depression issue, which can also start helping take care of the weight issue. Sales managers don't take the time to figure out what the one thing is and instead try to fix all three at once. It's not the right way to do things. Um, and they put themselves in that hole because now they're trying to divide their attention in three different spots rather than fixing the one thing that will knock over the other two dominoes. Uh, it's very, very common. I see it all the time. And just because you know how to do something and know how something works doesn't mean you know how to teach it. And the last one is corporate structures are designed to have sucky people. Let me put it this way. Let's look at the average promotion track of a sales rep. So they start as an SDR. They move up to an AE. So sales development rep to account executive. Then they're a team lead. Then they're a sales manager. Then a regional manager uh, up to director, VP, whatever role you have. You can see how that climbs up. So let's give them letter grades. Let's say you are a first class SDR. You are an A. You're an A+. Plus. You knocked it out of the park as an SDR. You got promoted to AE. You're an A+, a plus again. Now you get promoted to a team lead. Now you're starting to have some issues because of what I talked about before. You didn't understand how to balance those politics. Um, you didn't know how to teach people. So you take a little bit of a step back. You're a team leader. You're still good at selling because you're a player coach. So maybe you're a B plus as a team leader. Then you get into a frontline manager role. 
And that's when things kind of start falling apart. Um, you don't really know how to teach and you're not doing the sales as often anymore. And you're trying to jump in and save deals all the time. So rather than teach people and train them to close them th themselves, you're trying to put on the Superman cape and jump in. It it's not working for you. Um, so now you go from a B plus to maybe a B minus, and then you move up again and you're a C plus, a C minus. And that's where you kind of top off is that C. You're good enough at your job to keep your job, but you're not good enough to move any further. And that's where you stay. You stay at that middle management level. You're not handling 15 to 20 people. You're now managing 100-ish people, but you're not good enough to go any further. That's the way almost all corporate promotions work, is you go until you become a C student, and that's it. We don't keep people and pay them for the job that they're working in when they're great, so we keep promoting them up until they suck at their job and they have to leave. Um, it's just the way that corporate culture works. It's very toxic. It hurts pretty much everybody upstream and downstream, so we want to make sure that we're talking about this. Stop promoting people until they're a C student. Instead, keep them where they need to be, where they operate the best, and pay them like they got that promotion. Keep them where they are operating the best way, but actually pay them the next promotion up. Um, that's going to keep them happy. It's going to keep them there. You're going to have a lot less churn, and you're going to have much more successful people within your organization. Um, everything will run a lot smoother if everybody is an, at, in an A position in that spot. Um, you don't want to be dealing with a bunch of C level people. And I don't mean C like C suite people. I mean, C is in like average student kind of people. You want to be surrounded by top players. So keep them in that role, keep them where they are absolutely excellent and help them out in that way. Don't promote them into a spot where they can't actually perform what you need them to. So um, I hope this helps. I hope this gives you more of a bird's eye view on how management as a whole operates. Please take the time to like, to subscribe, to review the podcast. All of that really helps. Um, if you are interested in coaching, go to brokensalespeople.com slash coaching. Um, happy to help you with sales, coaching, marketing, anything that you need. Um, until next time, please go fix yourself. Mm -hmm.